Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And this week, we are going to be talking about our travels to the Berkshires and Northampton, Massachusetts. We were so excited to get back to this area because this is actually one of our old stomping grounds. We lived in Connecticut for a while in the Hartford area, and so Northampton is about an hour away from Hartford, Connecticut, and the Berkshires are only about an hour from Northampton and then maybe like an hour and a half from Hartford because you kind of go a different way. Right, yeah. So this is a place that we used to go quite often, actually. We'd go up to Northampton maybe a couple times a month, and then we'd go into the Berkshires at least once a month, sometimes more, but it just depends what was going on. Sometimes we'd go up to Vermont or whatever. When we didn't have the farm, we were actually doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> when we lived in Connecticut, it was yeah, great. Yeah, that was pre-farm, so yeah, we could get out. exactly. And, and Berkshires and Northampton are both great areas with loaded with all kinds of stuff to do. Oh, so much. There's beautiful nature. There's fun shops and stores. You know, for us, it's all about the food. So we love the food scene in both of these places. We were traveling up from Jersey, so it wasn't too bad of a trip. About four hours, we had to go out and around New York City. Some of the, the ways that we would normally go w- over the yeah. George Washington and all that wasn't as feasible in a huge motorhome. <laughs> Imagine that. Not only that, the tolls would be over $100. So. Yeah, astronomical. Yeah. Uh, we have so many axles, it would be kind of ridiculous. So anyway, we decided to take the scenic route. And as always, anytime you're remotely around New York, you're going to hit a lot of traffic. But it was it was pretty uneventful. Yeah, it was manageable. Yeah. And we got into a great place. We stayed at the KOA just outside of Northampton. And uh, I'll put links for all this on the show notes. For those of you listening, you can find all the links at realfoodwholehealth.com under podcast, under episodes. Just click the episode and you'll find all the links to everything we talked about. It was great because it was only about 10 minutes down into downtown Northampton. And then we could easily get over to the Berkshires in about an hour, maybe a little bit less. So the first night that we hit ground in Northampton, we could not wait. Could not wait. <laughs> Made a beeline. A total beeline to get to Bistro Le Gras and East Heaven Hot Tubs. These wonderful places are actually right beside each other. And it is exactly what it sounds like. A fabulous bistro next to um, a hot tub place where you can go and get your own private um, wooden hot tub out under the stars in your own room and just hang out. So it's perfect for an, a wonderful evening out, dinner and spa. I remember the first time we stumbled on it. We knew about Bistro Le Gras after some research, and we went up there and parked the car, and then we saw East Seven Hot Tubs right next door, and we were like, I wonder what, what is that this? is. Yeah. Is that hot tub sales? What's going on? <laughs> And then, of course, Amy had to run in there and find out all about it. And of came, course. Came running out with a big smile on her face and was able to book an appointment that night. That night, yeah. yeah. And uh, thus the obsession began. <laughs> so anybody that ever visited us in Connecticut, we took up to Northampton and we did the Bistro and East Heaven combo. Yeah. It's a great combination. It's a great combination. So you want to make sure you bring a change of clothes and you want to not overindulge at Bistro Le Gras, which is... Actually, a little bit hard to contain yourself because the food's phenomenal, but you don't want to overindulge so that you can enjoy your hot tub afterwards. We could not wait to get back to, to both of these places. Bistro Le Gras has been a longtime favorite. 
and just known for very farm to table, very conscientious sourcing uh, with their food and also a French influence. So you combine those two things and you've definitely won a place in our hearts. That's right. Yeah. So when we first got there, of course, it was just like, you know, going back in time, we actually hadn't been there in probably three years, it had been a while. which is crazy, seeing as how we used to go probably twice a month. And so it was great to be back there. And, you know, at first we looked at the menu and we were kind of like disappointed for half a second because we were looking for some of our old favorites. Typically they have a cassoulet or, you know, a really nice steak dish or yeah, a coca yeah, vin. Like yeah. Something. And, you know, typically that's more in the fall and winter, right? right? They're yeah. very seasonal. Um, so we were kind of like, oh, no, you know, we kind of had our hearts set for that and our taste buds set for that. But I got to say, we've never, ever been disappointed there. And we certainly were not this night. Yeah, I think you could close your eyes and point at something. And, it would and be you're, good. Uh, yeah, and you're going to hit pay dirt. Um, we started with a salmon appetizer. It's a house-cured citrus salmon and just completely beautiful, served with some blood orange and some greens. So bright, so fresh, really, really phenomenal. That acidity of the citrus breaks through the fattiness of the salmon just perfectly. So then we had the scallops and the pork belly. And this was a really cool combination. In fact, at first we were kind of like, hmm, how's this going to go together? But it was amazing. And it was the scallops, really caramelized, pork belly, just perfectly done. And over a carrot puree with fresh peas... Uh, spring radishes and some microgreens. Oh my goodness. This yeah. was definitely the highlight. That was so good. Yeah. So good. Like, we contemplated ordering about 10 more, but we didn't. <laughs> it was fabulous. And then we had this wonderful dessert. It was like a tea panna cotta. I don't know if it was chai tea or old gray, but it was a tea flavored panna cotta. And oh my gosh, amazing. Um, and we did a cheese plate with that, with all the local cheeses, some of our favorite farms that we used to go to. So it was really quite a treat. I think you actually tried the homemade Irish cream there, right? Yeah, I saw that on the menu and inquired about it, and they said they make oh, it. Oh, you have to have it, they right? They make it in house, and it's and it's really good. And so I was and like, it is right, really let's good. Let's try it. And it was <laughs> it was amazing. Amazing, yeah, definitely. If you go, you've got to get that, and um, I'm sure it's in short supply. So make sure that you order that early on because it's so amazing. And then we popped over to East Heaven for our hot tub reservation. And you want to really do this when it's cool outside. You know, I wouldn't want to go in the in the depths of summer. No. Um, because, you know, it's a hot tub and you're outside. And so if it's hot outside, it's not as refreshing. <laughs> so we have gone in the snow and love that. And then this was a cold spring night. So that worked out really well. And you just, you're led up the stairs to a private room out, outdoors. It doesn't have a ceiling, but it's all enclosed otherwise. And you've got a shower there, and you shower off and then slip into the tub and just hang out under the stars for like 30, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever you've booked. And it's right. just fabulous. Always make sure that you take water. They also have water there available for purchase. You're not allowed to do any alcohol or anything like that, nor would you want to. That's not a great combination. <laughs> but definitely so fun, so relaxing. And their spa there, they have a spa on site as well. You can get massages. We love doing a couple's massage there. And if you don't want to be outside for whatever reason, they do have indoor tubs. I just find that 
we tolerate the outdoor tubs better. We tend to be very conscientious about the the toxins from swimming pools and and hot tubs and It's easier when everything can dissipate when you're outside. So they also are very conscientious about what they use. They don't use all the standard things. But, of course, because it's a public space, they have to use something. something. Yeah. And then we hung out the next day in Northampton, and we went on the, the Smith College campus. There's a fabulous art museum there. There's all kinds of cool things going on. The library is really fun to check out. And Northampton is a great little town. The downtown area is just full of coffee shops and stores and little independently owned, you know, bookstores and cafes and all kinds of things. So it's really fun to just take some time and shop around. And then that weekend we went over to the Berkshires and we could not wait. Yeah, Great Barrington is one of our favorite towns. Yeah, it's, Great it's Barrington. So much fun. That's usually where we hang out. We we'll, we'll go to Stockbridge, we'll go to uh, Lenox. And Lee. And Lee, yeah. But we really, really love Great Barrington. There's so much going on there. And one of the main draws, shocker, is the food place called Baba Louie's. And this is a pizza place that is totally sort of unassuming, really. But uh, let me tell you, the word is out. It is busy. You need to, they don't take reservations. And you need to plan slightly an off time or yeah. to wait. And it's just phenomenal. It's, it was. First, first we got a salad, and this thing was just enormous, and is loaded with all kinds of yummies. Yeah, it was a Greek salad, and it was just absolutely packed. We got the single serving, and it could have fed like eight people, I think. <laughs> I it think was so. so crazy. Just absolutely phenomenal. I actually shared a picture of that on Instagram, and everybody was drooling that and the pizza. Yeah, the pizza's and, the drool. Though. Oh, my God. They make traditional sourdough pizzas, and it's from Berkshire Mountain Bakery, and Richard is the baker there. He was featured on Cooked, if you've seen that documentary by Michael Pollan. You may recognize the name, um, but if you haven't seen that documentary, you really need to see it. It's It's phenomenal. I think it's a four-part series and just fantastic. But anyway, um, Berkshire Mountain Bakery does, like, the real deal sourdough bread. And just beautifully sourced ingredients, local, organic. You know, everything is prepared with the utmost care and really traditional craftsmanship. And their pizza crust is what is used at Baba Louie's. And then the toppings are just so inspired and amazing. And we actually get this pizza that when we started going there, when we lived in Connecticut, we kind of glossed over on the menu a ton of times because it wasn't really traditional toppings. But one day we ended up getting it and it was like our favorite. And it has continued to be our favorite. Every time we pass through the area, this is the pizza we get. And it's got a pesto, which their pesto is amazing. So yeah, good. very good. And then it's got thinly sliced potatoes on the pizza. So delicious. And we add their sausage. And that combination is just completely phenomenal. It's we really winner. love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Next door to Baba Louie's is the Fuel Coffee Shop. And Fuel was something we discovered a few years ago, probably the first time we were in Great Barrington. Very cold day. We went, I think it was the day after Christmas or something like that. And we ended up going over to Fuel while we were waiting to get a table at Baba Louie's and ended up with one of their mochas. And I think it is among the top two or three mochas of all time. Yeah, it's top three that we've had for sure. So good. And we get a decaf. And the deal there is that they actually like hand grate the chocolate and make the whole thing themselves. It is not like a syrup sugar bomb. It is very complex. And, you know, just 
sweet enough to be enjoyable without being syrupy, icky sweet. Right, yeah. Yeah, and there's no, like, nasty chemicals or anything. And all their coffees are responsibly sourced. If they're not certified organic, they are, you know, organically grown. And it's just phenomenal. So highly recommend that you stop in. And even if you have no room after eating a Baba Louie's, just <laughs> split this or better yet, get it while you're waiting in line because that's a great thing to do. And then we actually made a little pilgrimage over to Berkshire Mountain Bakery because we wanted to stock up. They actually sell their pizza crust um, frozen and we wanted to make sure that we had a few on hand. They last for quite a while. When we lived in Connecticut and also in New Hampshire, we would order um, like half a dozen or a dozen of these at a time and keep them in the freezer and I think we got several family members hooked on them too so we, did, we had yeah. orders flying to Pennsylvania and orders flying to Texas and all over um, of these pizza crusts because they're just so phenomenal and they've got just the right flavor and the right amount of chew and they really crisp up well and how easy is that to just have it done you know it's traditional and sourdough and you know this was even back when we were almost 100% gluten free this was something that we could tolerate because of how traditionally soured it is. So after stocking up at the bakery, we went over to Berkshire Co-op Market. This is another one of our favorite stops and just a great place to pick up. I mean, it's, it's a market, so a great place to pick up any local vegetables. They've got kombucha on tap there. They have lots of great prepared foods. We love, if it's there, we love their cheesecake. They didn't have it when we were there, but Honestly, their cheesecake is, like, probably the top I've really ever had. <laughs> I don't know what they do to that. I don't, I don't know either. I don't know what sorcery is going on there, but it's amazing. Talk about creamy and just insane. Like, from years ago, I just even still remember their cheesecake. But we went over to Asia Barong. This was a great place. It's actually across from another one of our favorite restaurants, Chico Tin Cat, that talk about a funny name and if you're looking to spell that again look on the show notes because it's like x-i-c-h-o and it ends with an l and it doesn't sound <laughs> at all like chico tin cat but that's very close if my pronunciation's off it's somewhat close to that um but this is a, a mexican place that their mole is phenomenal i think that's one of emerald's favorite um, little places to go and get the mole and we've just really enjoyed they have amazing sauces everything's very fresh so really phenomenal place but across the street from that is Asia Barong and this was a really interesting place I'd actually never been and I'd wanted to go every time we passed it um, for all the years that we've been going to the Berkshires, I've always wanted to go there. But I think Matt wouldn't let me go because he was afraid I was going to buy a bunch of stuff. Yes, I was worried. And now that but we're now that we're in this, it's, it's okay. <laughs> now that we're traveling and I don't have a big garden to adorn and all of these things, he was probably okay with it. So just a really fun place of all kinds of imported, antique, cool, like interesting things. I mean, there's everything from like little statues. There's a lot of stuff that it's like whatever, but little statues and boxes and, and tapestries. And I think the most interesting part is really looking at all the statuary and then all of the salvage from, you know, India and Asia, all of these like old temple doors and carved beds. And there was like a picture I posted on Instagram of the ceiling that was like from an old temple or something. Very, very cool, very intricate. And pretty neat to think about how you could use it. I think there's even like an old rice storage shack that could be like an awesome tree house or something so there's tons of cool stuff 
And it was just a great way to spend some time out in the sunshine and see some interesting things. So definitely recommend checking that out. Some other things we like to do in the Berkshires are to check out Lenox. That's a great place to go and see some historic homes. They have, of course, Lenox China. If you wanted to go and um, purchase some of that, go into Stockbridge and go to the Red Lion Inn, the Norman Rockwell Museum. Stockbridge is kind of that downtown area that was featured in a lot of Rockwell paintings. So really very cool to check out. And then Namkeeg is, I hope I'm saying that right, Namkeeg. But anyway, it's this huge, like, mansion garden thing up in (laughs) (laughs) up in the hills and it's actually really a lovely drive to get up there but so fun to tour the grounds and walk through the gardens and see everything that's going on there the home itself is completely beautiful but the gardens are spectacular so really a fun way to spend the day and that's just it's in Stockbridge but it's kind of like outside the downtown area you have to drive up into the hills it's not terribly far to get to so fun things to do that aren't really far away from great barrington and then northampton you know getting back to where we were staying was only about an hour so yeah, not too bad over the next few days as we were staying in northampton we tried out a couple different places we went to sip we went to local burger Uh, I really wanted to like local burger so much and it just didn't work out for us and I was so disappointed you know perhaps we just got on an off time but you know it's locally sourced burgers and everything's made from scratch and it I just found it overly greasy and the burgers just didn't have much flavor no they didn't really disappointed so maybe it was an off time they do you know seem to have the concept down right but it just didn't work out for us and sip was great it was a great place to just pop in have a drink um, a coffee and just get some work done. Roost. Now that was a blast. We, yeah, we met up with our, one of our friends, Craig, Craig fear from fearless eating and was so happy to see him. He lives in the area and was able to meet us. And roost is just this great little like coffee shop cafe. And the food is so fresh and local. They have tons of options, really allergy friendly, and the the food is art it is art and you know you would not expect that really it is beautiful we shared pictures of this on instagram and the response was overwhelming people went nuts for this and i can tell you it tasted as good as it looked it sure did yeah amazing so we had a huge salad with all kinds of fun toppings and fresh berries and local goat cheese and wonderful house-made dressing just everything fresh and wonderful and then a charcuterie board that we were able to actually pick and choose what we wanted on the board. They have a whole menu where you can just pick what you want. And what was really cool is we just got like the assortment of gluten-free crackers and I didn't really know what to expect, but these were phenomenal. They were fantastic They were so good. They had like three or four different kinds. Some were really seedy and like, you know, rich, kind of nutty flavored. And then there were some that were you know, just like a regular cracker. Yeah, and then nice and crisp. And, right, yeah. great. And then some were very herby. It was fabulous. We really enjoyed that. And again, you know, it was fun because we were able to put together what we wanted. So we had like some cheese. I think we had a, a salami. We had their hummus. Their hummus was phenomenal. And I got a side of pesto. Um, the whole thing was great. I think we got a, a like a, maybe a cheddar. Yeah. 
very very good and fresh berries that they put on there everything so definitely recommend that um, it's also a great place to grab a coffee if you're up for that they also have kombucha there that's what we opted for I think Craig got an amazing sandwich everything everybody had was great and then the next weekend we actually went down to Hartford and this was great it's you know it's only about an hour from Northampton and we used to live in the Hartford area, as I said before, so it was really great to kind of be back and see some of our favorite places again. We actually were going to have dinner with friends that night, so we decided to go in early and make a day of it. And so first we went to Treva for lunch, and this is right there in the main area downtown in West Hartford. Love Treva. It's so good. Yeah, this used to be one of our favorites when we lived there, and it still, still doesn't disappoint now. Not at all. I mean, everything we ordered was top-notch. This place amazing we got a, a big salad a big arugula salad with some prosciutto and burrata and drizzled with fresh olive oil the octopus was phenomenal it was grilled it was served with tons of watercress and some roasted potatoes and topped with all sorts of sweet paprika and just phenomenal yeah, really oh tasty. my god the octopus was so tender and good and then we shared a scallop dish and it was served over a, a polenta and had roasted mushrooms and shaved asparagus. And then they had some of my favorites, the squash blossoms. And <laughs> if I can get a stuffed squash blossom, I am a happy person. That was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, stuffed with goat cheese, and they're just amazing. Yeah, really good. And then we, right across the street, we went to Bella Gusta. This place is um, one of those oil and vinegar shops, so it's great because you can go and get refills of different things. And it's a place I've been shopping it for quite a, a long time and I love their truffle oil they have a black truffle oil and a white truffle oil both are good black is my favorite and they've got all these different vinegars so you can taste all these different balsamic vinegars and while that may not sound like a fun time it actually is, it is. incredibly fun and we ended up just getting I think we got a fig balsamic that yeah, was yeah good. very good and then we went over to Whole Foods and picked up a couple things that we needed that we weren't able to get right there close to Northampton and then we went to the Mark Twain house and this is a great property you can tour the property it's just beautiful the architecture is incredibly amazing and it's kind of just like right near campus and it all is. kinds of yeah it's right off of downtown it's it's amazing yeah really cool so if you're in the area and you have an hour or so to kill check out the twain house and then it was pretty much time for dinner after all of our gallivanting around we were um, meeting up with some of our friends and we were so excited to see them it had been a while and we were really excited to go back to firebox yes Firebox in Hartford has long been another favorite and one that we've introduced many friends and family to. And the food here, again, very conscientious sourcing, very committed to farm to table and always on point. Their cocktails to start are fresh ingredients and really artisanally made. Yeah, Definitely craft cocktails. Pretty inspired stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think you had a Manhattan with some house-infused rye and some I other did. goodness. Yeah. I think this is the place we first discovered so many years ago, the Dark and Stormy, which they call a nor'easter. And it's made with their homemade ginger, ginger beer. beer. Yep. Incredible. So spicy, so fun, not overly sweet. I am not like a crazy sweet drink person at all. So really nice. A Dark and Stormy is rum, ginger beer, and lime. Yeah, usually dark room. 
usually dark rum. But that day I tried something new on the menu, and this was a, a bourbon-based cocktail, Hail Surprise. If there's bourbon, I'm probably going to get it. Um, but it was lemon with spiced pear and ginger with the bourbon. And let me tell you, that was so good. Really refreshing after being at the Twain House and shopping along the streets in West Hartford that day. So it was great to just have a moment to relax and refresh with that. Everything that we've ever had there has really been phenomenal. And then the food... I think we pretty much had a smorgasbord. We did. <laughs> it was like kids in a candy store. All four of us there ordering all kinds of things. It's always fun when we go out with friends to eat. Usually, you know, it's the two of us because we're traveling around. But as we're traveling, we're getting to meet up with a lot of our friends and family. So it's fabulous when there's a group because we can order so many things off the menu and try all kinds of different items. And so that's usually our favorite way to go because you know we want to try as many cool things as possible from a menu and with the two of us there's only so much room so with four there's a lot more to go around so one of the things that stood out there was their brussels sprouts it's um like a roasted brussels sprout with apple and bacon malt vinegar and a garlic aioli and what's great about that you know brussels sprouts and bacon has been done and done and done and for good reason it's delicious but adding in that apple was so bright and so fresh and gave such a contrast to the heaviness of the Brussels sprout and the bacon. It was phenomenal. We really enjoyed that. And then the garlic aioli gives you that nice creaminess. The malt vinegar gave you that little tang. And really yeah, nice. I wouldn't well have put that together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really well done. And then we had an asparagus that was um, just beautiful. Really nice spring asparagus done with a duck egg and served with like a duck confit hash yeah that was really nice that duck confit was something really good yeah all house made and then the kale salad this was a favorite among everybody at the table it was a kale salad you know local organic kale roasted beets beltrain farms chev beltrain farms is a local farm that we used to go to all the time and they're out of lebanon connecticut and their chef is incredible and that was paired with a dijon sherry yogurt vinaigrette and what a combination that was beautiful it to really put was. yeah because often you know the dijon and the sherry or the dijon and and something else in a vinaigrette but to add in that yogurt it really did uh, happy things with the beets <laughs> and the kale it was really delightful and then everybody swooned over the bone marrow, of course. How can you not? With citrus and pickled onion and a parsley gremolata, really phenomenal. We all enjoyed that. I think there were some meatballs that came yep. with some whipped ricotta and maybe an arugula. A little bit of arugula. Yeah, 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 really good. And then I know the mussels were a huge hit. These, oh they my were. God. They and were. they were huge. They were very nice looking mussels. And yeah. of course, it's always a little messy to eat them, but man, is it worth it. Yeah, it was totally worth it. They are done in a downy cider broth. And then they had preserved lemon, basil, pork belly, and were served with fries kind of just on top, and then the pa smoked paprika aioli. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. So the fries were great dipping in there, <laughs> soaking up all the rest of that sauce that was left. I think we even ordered more of their fries to soak down in all the sauce. We weren't yeah. going to let any of that go to waste. We couldn't waste it. And then we made our way back up to Northampton and had a few days just very low-key at home. And had a couple days before we left, so we ended up going down to Agawam. Several people told us, oh, you've got to go to the Federal before you leave town. And there we had a really interesting meal. We tried a lot of different things. And overall, pretty good. Um, there were a few things that we wish had been done a little bit better. Yeah, I'd say I, I enjoyed my meal, but it didn't quite live up to the expectations I had for it after hearing so many people rave about it. But 
I think some good. things were, you know, there's really inventive, you know, flavor combinations and things going on there. I really like the the idea of what's going on. I just think the execution wasn't totally there in some of the items. One of the first things they start you out with is as an arancini ball. I think they call it bucket of balls. It's like one of the most talked about things there and it just fell flat for me it's supposed to have black truffle in it and i really expected a lot more flavor to come yeah, through i didn't pick up any truffle you know i didn't pick up any truffle and that's odd because i can pick up truffle at usually 100 <laughs> yards yeah you know they needed salt there just wasn't a lot going on but you know whatever um sometimes things go well and sometimes they don't and then we had a salad with burrata and some fresh greens some heirloom tomatoes and it was served with a honeycomb, and I thought that was actually a really interesting combination. Not one I would normally put together, but that was actually very good. I think there was some was. pink peppercorn on there as well, um, and I, that was one of my favorite dishes. And then I ordered, I think it was called beet caviar, and it just didn't do it for me. I really, from the description, it sounded so phenomenal, and it was something I really wanted. I love beets, and it came with citrus, and it had a soft cheese and some parmesan and some microgreens. And I thought, this is going to go together really well. But it just fell flat. It didn't have the depth of flavor I was looking for. The beet was a little mushy, actually, and lacked that citrus zing. I was I really, yeah, hoping for that to come through. Because I think that would have cut through the richness of the, of the cheese. And then there was, like, a little bit of a sauce. But that just didn't happen. And then we had some bacon-wrapped figs. And normally, this is one of those very easy, like, this is going to be a home-run dish. And... I guess it was the figs because it just didn't have any flavor. It had something to do with the bacon, too, because the bacon had no flavor either. <laughs> it was really a shame. Um, and, you know, uh, like I said, usually that's a home run. Yeah. So I don't understand exactly what you it happened there. take two yummy things, figs and put bacon. Them together, put them together. And it just, yeah, I mean, and the fig was actually a little bit unripe. Um, as I, you know, we were sharing the dish. And so as I ate one, I'm like, what is this? It was like a little bit mealy. It didn't really have any flavor. Yeah. And that's just unfortunate because that's a dish that can go together really well. And then we tried their fried clam chowder. And this was an interesting idea. I think it was maybe a little bit better idea-wise than in execution. The, the chowder itself had a fabulous flavor. And it was served with some fried clams, obviously, as the name would imply. And they were a beautiful, full, whole belly clam. What was difficult was eating this huge clam <laughs> that was soaking in a liquid. So it had been fried, so it was crispy, but then it was in the soup. So the liquid actually took away the crispness. And as you try to get it all on the spoon at one time because you're not really going to be able to hack the clam into pieces right. it you know the breading fell off and then it was sort of messy to eat it was just you know the presentation was beautiful mm -hmm. and the flavor of the the chowder broth itself was very good but it was just a little hard to eat and there was a strip of bacon in there which again made for a beautiful presentation but I usually like the bacon either crumbled on top or mixed throughout. So you kind of had to do that yourself at the table. It wasn't the most elegant dish to eat. We'll say that. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but I will say that the flavor was there. And then the last dish we tried was a scallop dish. And this actually was kind of the highlight of the evening. It was perfectly caramelized scallops. They were done with a potato hash and tasso ham. And then there was a, a vinaigrette that actually really was refreshing. Yeah, that was a nice dish. It was. It cut through the richness of the scallops and it was served with some greens and um, just really well balanced and, and a, a lovely presentation. So that definitely was a hit for us. And the Federal has a beautiful location. It's actually in an old Greek revival building or home. I, I think it was a home. And the 
rooms are, are beautiful. It's decorated very well. It's a place to go if you're gonna have a meeting or, or maybe a date night. The menu is really inventive. There's a lot of great flavor combinations going on. We had a few things that fell flat. We had a couple things that worked out well. Um, so I definitely think it's worth a try. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, you just have to be a little bit picky about what you order. One thing I really enjoyed that they offered there was kind of a you be the chef uh, option to the menu. And this is something really great, especially if you're eating with any kind of a, a food allergy or certain restriction, is you can pick your protein and then you can add your sides and sauces as you'd like. And I thought that that was really great because... You know, if you're avoiding potatoes or polenta or something like that, you can easily double up on your vegetables. So that was really an yeah, awesome option. It's a neat option. And then we were down to our last day in Northampton. So we did a little extra sightseeing and shopping. I found Acadia Herbals and really had a lovely time there. Talk about a friendly staff. Yeah, those people were so nice. Yeah, I was able to sort of restock my herbal medicine cabinet. So that's great. I keep a pretty good stash as we travel around because you <laughs> never know what you're going to need. Um, and then we had lunch at Woodstar Cafe. And I have to say, I'm a little disappointed we did not get this place on our radar faster right. <laughs> earlier in the trip because I have to say it was delicious. Really phenomenal food. Just really great salads and sandwiches soups and, and soups. Yeah. Everything homemade. Great place to pick up a coffee. I don't think we actually had coffee there. We but yeah, know, but they... everything looked phenomenal and yep. smelled great. And then they have a lot of pastries and baked goods. We ended up, I think we got a salad, a soup, and a sandwich between the two of us and, and had that for travel day. So that worked out really great. Yeah, overall, loved Northampton and the Berkshire. So glad to be back in the area for a while. And we had beautiful weather, so that worked out lovely. I definitely recommend checking out this area. Again, you can find links for all of the places that we've talked about on the show notes at realfoodwholehealth.com. Under podcast, under episodes, just click this episode and you'll find all the links to what we've talked about. Next week, we're going to pick up with Cape Cod and quite a lot of adventures there. It was our first visit there, too. Yeah, so true. It was, it was very nice. Awesome. So thanks so much for tuning in and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today, and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.